Drive Time and RT Radio 1. Listen back on the RT Radio Player app. Well, good evening and you are all very welcome into the Study Hub this evening. And as we were saying there, on tonight's menu, we are going to be digging deep into maths paper two at ordinary level with our old pal Jean Kelly from the Institute of Education. And then we're going to put on our business hats and take a deep dive into the world of stocks and shares and trading and profits and losses and all the number crunching with our business teacher, Ronan Murdoch from the Dublin Academy. So start getting your questions into us now at studyhub.rt.ie on email or indeed text us at 51551. So first this evening, we wanted to come back to ordinary level maths and it is one of those exams that really has such a large amount of students sitting it. So delighted to have the wonderful Jean Kelly from the Institute on Leeson Street in Dublin joining us once more to look this time at paper two. Jean joined us um, a while ago. You can dig out the podcast for that for paper one. But we're going to focus on paper two this evening. Jean, good evening to you. Hi Evelyn, how are you? I'm great. God, you sound full of energy and enthusiasm for this. This is great. You're giving me great heart. <laughs> I've just left the school, so I'm working hard. <laughs> You're in the zone. You're in the zone. Listen, I've Jean. I'm in the zone. As I said, you know, you and I had a good old chat about paper one before. We're going to try and focus we on paper did, two did. this evening. Um, but of course, all the stuff bleeds into each other. But this this two and a half hour exam, number of choices within it. Start maybe with that overview of paper two. What is facing students with yeah, paper sure. two ordinary level? Okay, well, it's a two and a half hour exam, like what you were saying, and it's now instead of 300 marks, it's 220 marks. So you've got two sections, section A and section B. Section A is just testing your skills and your 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 concepts, if you know the stuff. And section B is testing whether you understand it really and being able to apply it to everyday life examples. So in section A, there's six short questions. They're 30 marks each and you have to do four of them. And then in section B, there's four long questions. They're 50 marks each and you have to do two of them. Now, the marks going for them, there's 30 marks going for each short question, uh, 50 marks going for a long question. If if it was me, I'd probably, in terms of my timing, I'd probably spend maybe half the marks in terms of my timing. So if it's a 30 mark question, I'd spend 50, 15 minutes on it. And if it's a 50 mark question, I'd spend 25 minutes on it. That's a great rule of thumb, actually, to bear that in mind going yeah, in. Yeah, I think so. In a way, you know, we keep telling the students to go back over past papers. But in a funny way, the timings are so different this year. It's going to work to their benefit. Yeah, but I know exactly. some students will get overwhelmed at that clock and, and maybe misjudge it, you know. Sometimes you get too much choice. Mm. And yeah, if you don't have a clock in front of you, making sure that you're timing yourself correctly, you can you can get really overwhelmed and stressed out about it. And yeah. you might leave out a question or, you know, even glance over a question that you might look at and go, whoa, do I really understand this? It, it, the pressure is on, yeah. Now, in terms of those short questions, again, something that comes up in so many subjects. Like, do you do extra ones? What's your advice around that? Yeah, I, I, do you know what? If you're a really good student, you might be able to do all the questions, to be honest. And if you're struggling, it might just be stick to the four short questions and stick to the two long questions and just spend your time on it. Because if you're really struggling and you want to do like a full paper or whatever the case may be, if you spend, instead of spending half the time, if you spend 20 minutes on a short question mm-hmm. and 30 minutes on a long question, that leaves you about 10 or 15 minutes at the end so you can read over your questions. Okay. You know? And that's and that, good. Now, that doesn't mean that you're doing any extra questions. It just means that you're concentrating on the ones you know. Okay, so in terms of the topics then, you're going to tell me things like uh, probability, geometry, etc. Yes. What are the kind of headline topics students are looking at in this paper? Well, every single year you'll get a short question and even a long question, there was a long question last year on, on coordinate geometry of the line. And um, that's never happened. And it might happen again this year. 
Ding, ding, um, ding, so, ding, 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 yeah, bell ringing. Yeah. Why do you say that, you And they've been me? doing coordinate geometry of the line since junior cert. So, you know, they, they have a fair idea of it. Okay. And if you were learning the line, I would definitely learn the line and circle together. Like I'm telling my students this week to revise the line and circle together. Okay. Um, they're all, like, every year since 2010, there's been a short question on the line, a short question on the circle. There may even be a long question on the line. So that would be a long and a short on the line. What one topic, I think that'd be fantastic. We then you have area and volume mm-hmm. and probability and statistics. Okay. And then the dreaded geometry. People don't really like geometry. Yeah, and talk to you about this because you know this, mm. right? This, the main question we get from students is, what can I drop out? And people would love yeah. to know that they can drop geometry. I don't know why. There's a, there's a thing. What's, <laughs> what's your advice around geometry? Do you know what? To be honest with you, the theorems are all learning. The axioms, all learning. And it's just a matter of learning off Almost like you learn off a quote or learn off something for for Hamlet or something. You're just learning off a definition. You don't have to prove anything. So there's no proofs at ordinary level. And I think there's three proofs, I think, at honours, but you don't have to prove anything. So it's just a matter of learning off 20 theorems, 19 constructions. But the fact is, it's a lot. So maybe, you know, with the choice they have, and I hate saying this. No, I know that. Because maths is one of those subjects that like it... Since they brought in Project Maths and since they changed the syllabus, um, the the questions are all kind of mixed up. Do Mm -hmm. you know what I mean? So all the topics could be in one question. Like you could get a question that has geometry, trigonometry and the line in it. So it's a bit difficult to leave out topics. But in fairness, if I were to leave out something, I think I possibly would leave out geometry. I'm going to be killed for saying that, but I think I'd leave out geometry and paper too, yeah. You wouldn't leave out probability and stats. You get more, you Absolutely know, they keep cropping no up in different forms. So that's really There's important to across that. questions, yes. And you can get a long question with probability and statistics in it. You could get a long question just on statistics and a long question just on probability. And you get a couple of short questions on both of them as well. So it's really important that they learn probabilities. And you're going to need it for college anyway, so you might as well learn them. Get on with what you're saying. Yeah. Now, look, yeah, you've already definitely. alluded to the fact that, you know, with Project Maths, the whole purpose of this is that it's really practical and it's about using maths in your day to day life. Right. And mm-hmm. um, we said all this for paper one. Is this still the case then with questions in paper two? Talk us through the, the, kind yeah. of the structure, because I'm sort of aware that people listen to this programme. We have the students, but we've maybe parents or guardians who are trying to maybe help out as well. And if we can give yeah, them a little insight. Yeah. Into yeah. They hear the phrase Project Maths. Show me how it's demonstrated on the paper. Okay, so in section A, which is the concepts and skills, it's about what you know. And if you don't know the stuff, then obviously you can't use your mathematical techniques. So like, for example, even if you're doing coordinate geometry of the line, Mm -hmm. you're still going to be asked things like, how do you find where a line cuts the x-axis? Sub in zero for y. You can learn that. How do you find where the line cuts the y-axis? Sub in zero for x. You can learn that. There's things that you can just learn and know. And like if if I said to you, how do you prove the two lines are perpendicular? Multiply their slopes, you'll always get minus one. So you have to find out how to get the slope. And there's a formula for that, blah, blah, blah. So it's all about what you know and being able to demonstrate those skills. So they might say something like, find the slope of a line, Mm -hmm. find the equation of a line. And they're all pretty much straightforward. But when it comes on to to the long questions, the section B, it's all about, how you understand maths. Do you understand the skills and the techniques that you're using? Do you understand what's going on in the question? The, the part with that I think that they'll find hard is reading the questions because the paper is so long, like really long. It could be anything up to 30 pages. 
and for a, an ordinary level person let us pause there for honestly, a minute honestly I'm, wow. I'm deadly serious that's I, overwhelming I think I yeah. counted something like 26 pages in one of them okay. it's crazy the amount okay. of uh, reading they have to do um, they did try and shorten it and they have promised as I think I saw it in the syllabus there mm. when they were making the adaptations that they were going to present the questions maybe in a little bit shorter in terms of material in there okay. so hopefully that'll make things easier for them um, and in terms of the practical element there's you still need to know the basics and you build on that. Well, look, you get a you question. Can't really. I'm going to give the example, right? I know you know this one. The yeah. girl called Gronya. She's on one side of a river bank. She wants to cross the yeah. river in her kayak yeah. in the fastest possible way against a current, right? Exactly. So you read that as a text, as an English text, mm-hmm. right? What are they looking for there? Like, unpick that example for me. And that that's a question that came up on the sample paper that was given out by the department. And I do it every year. And there's a couple of parts. Like, you'd use the sine rule, you'd use the cosine rule. You have to find lengths of sides and angles but then there's a part in it where she wants to cross the river and we Mm -hmm. talk about the speed at which she's traveling and going maybe with the current or against the current and um, they give you a speed and they might say to you well how long does it take for her to cross the river Mm -hmm. now there's two routes out of the river okay (laughs) she could get out at exit a or exit b and um, one one question at the end comes up and says well, she needs to get home as quick as possible. Why wouldn't she choose the faster of the two routes? Okay. Now, to me, like, I, I know it's maths, but at the same time, if you give a good, honest explanation, you know, it's, it's not really maths. Yeah, it's, it's fascinating. Uh, you yeah. know, you can almost make up an answer There's a lot of that. skills it, there. So that brings yeah. in trigonometry, yeah. theorems, algebra, and then maybe a response... You know, and yeah. your coordinate and geometry there. And it also speed, distance and time as well, which is usually part uh, paper one. That's the problem. The as whole well. of life on paper too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, so that's an example where you're saying unpick what they're looking for. There's every word in that yes. question is written for a reason. Yeah. Exactly. And you know what? With ordinary level, this is again, I shouldn't really be saying this, but don't think outside the box. Everything is on that paper. There's very, very, very little thinking time there. You can actually see the answers if you read it properly. Just read the question properly, underline the keywords and again, use your log tables, write down your formula. So you're saying a question like Gronje in the kayak, like if you actively mm-hmm. read through that, you can actually work out the different types, of, the different maths topics that they're seeking for you to get to that answer. Yes. And take your time. Take your time reading it. You wow. do have time. Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Now, if I have a student at home or I'm a student myself and I'm beginning to just feel there's a lot, 26 pages of content facing yeah. me, how do you yeah. prepare studying plans? Like, what is your sense of that in terms of guiding somebody through the best use of their time? OK, well, if you're only starting now, there's 14 topics and I know you've got Easter coming up. So you've got two weeks there where you won't really be doing any schooling. So you can maybe do a bit extra revision. Mm-hmm. I would do a topic a week. And I would summarise the main points. I wouldn't even read through notes or books at this stage. I would take out the exam papers, summarise the main points and then do questions from the exam papers and literally eat them alive. Every single day, 30 minutes a day. And if you're struggling, you might need to up that to about 40 or 50 minutes a day. Because you see, maths is one of the ones you need to get into college. You have to get the requirement. So you need to pass it. You need to pass it. And some courses are looking for uh, O3s, O4s. The majority of courses will accept you with a pass. But then there are so, like primary teaching, for example, you need an O4. OK. 
So, so yeah. serious stuff. So that's, I mean, absolutely. it's easy to say to get the past papers. And then I sit there and mm-hmm. I don't know how to answer the question on the past paper. Like what's the value, you know, what's the most valuable way for me to do that then? What what can I do to help me grapple with well, all you see, that? the fact with the, because you've got the past papers, you've also got the solutions. Mm-hmm. And if you've got the solutions in front of you, I know when I was studying, I used to work from the solutions backwards. I know that sounds weird, but I would open up a question. Mm-hmm. No notes, no nothing. I would write down the question and see if I could decide for it and try it on my own. You won't learn if you know it all already. You have to learn by making mistakes and you won't make mistakes if you don't take out a pen and a piece of paper and try it for yourself. The bit I was also fascinated by um, that you wanted to talk about was in a good way, you know, we know that there's been adjustments to the papers, right? Mm-hmm. But say, in, you mentioned earlier, this exam is now worth 220 as opposed to 300. But it does yeah. mean the mistakes are amplified, doesn't it? They're amplified. Absolutely. Yeah. You see, Back when it was 300 marks per paper, it was six marks for 1%. But now that's less. And every mistake that you make, now it's not that it's going to be negatively marked because anything you, any kind of an attempt you make in the right direction is going to give you marks, even writing down the formula. Just keep writing but the yes, work. Yeah. It is because it's out of less, the mm-hmm. mistakes that you make, um, you are actually going to get like the, the grades, you'll see it slipping away big time. Yeah. Excellent. Right. Well, there's a lot there. I feel I don't like, want to leave it on that note. <laughs> I feel like I've done it myself there with you for the last couple of minutes. Um, poor El Groen, you still isn't home. She's still in her kayak crossing She's the river. She's still there, yeah. And she can't even go home to see the X Factor. <laughs> oh, with value for X. Listen, Jean, I'm saying it everywhere now. Thank you so much for joining us with that. Not there's a lot all. there. Thanks really, really appreciate your time with that. And thank you so much for sharing Take your skill care. with us. Thank you so much. That's Jean Kelly there from the Institute in Dublin. Wow. Now there, while you're recovering from that, from Dragon's Den to the Apprentice, from Citizen Kane to the Wolf of Wall Street, we have long been fascinated by the wheelings dealings of business on the screen. And before we get stuck into hearing about the finer details of the business exam for Leaving Cert 2022, we want to get you into the zone. So we must remember that on screen, business tycoons, you know, they can have good days and bad days at the office. Take a listen. And the, the app was better than the girls. 100%. 100%. 100%. In your opinion, but not in the opinion of the most important person, which was the customer. The point is, ladies and gentlemen, that greed for lack of a better word, is good. Greed is right. Greed works. Right now, John, the stock trades over the counter at 10 cents a share. And by the way, John, our analysts indicate it could go a heck of a lot higher than that. Your profit on a mere $6,000 investment would be upwards of $60,000. Jesus, that's my mortgage, man. Exactly, you could pay off your mortgage. This stock will pay off my house. John, one thing I can promise you, even in this market, is that I never ask my clients to judge me on my winners. I ask them to judge me on my losers because I have so few. And I'm going to offer you all of the money. I want 20% of the business. What? Thank you, Deborah. Okay. Um, I'll offer you all the money, 20% of the business. <laughs> I love all that 20 and I'll give you 35% and all that kind of thing. But it's never too early to learn the rules of business, I suppose. And it is time to talk business and welcome our next teacher into the study hub this evening. Roland Murdoch-Jones is on the line. Roland, good evening to you. 
Evelyn, how are you? Listen, you're the head of business department at the Dublin Academy of Education, so we're expecting great things from you this evening. Um, yeah. You might start, Ronan, this conversation I'm having with so many of you about this year's paper and the adjustments, the amendments that are there that, you know, can help uh, students. And for example, we see changes even in section one where higher level students used to be required to answer eight out of ten, but now they answer four out of twelve. Is that right? This is all welcome mm. news, I think, for students. Yeah, yeah, and they're, they're very lucky there. They're very they're spoiled for choice there. And also what I would want to stress to students, it's very likely that they'll see stuff like acronyms. So like they might show them like what do certain letters stand for and students kind of learn them off in advance. So that's likely going to be a question. Other, other ones, well, like they're likely to ask you to do a true or false question and stuff like that. So there are qu- some quite nice questions there in the paper. The only thing I would advise to students is really, really important is sometimes students, if they're only looking for four to 12. So what I would do is, what I advise students is when, you open, when you're doing a short question, take your time and pick out the four or five easiest and be ruthless with them. Make sure you nail them and then after you've done maybe overall six out of the 12 questions, you can probably really move on. Students last year were doing 10 out of 12, and that was a waste of time. It's a lot of work, yeah. That's a lot of writing, yeah. yeah a lot of thinking, yeah. yeah so you're so saying don't go that far. 10 out of 12 no, is not I, necessary. You, you will probably see two or three really tough ones. Just ignore them. They, you know, they're only looking for four out of the 12. Then section two, look, as always, the applied business question, the ABQ as we call it. Um, yeah. That's the same, same business there in section two. Yeah, and the, with the ABQ, it'll be based on four, five, and six. And this is the most important part of the exam for all the students. It's the only place where they've got no choice. So students really need to prioritise those students really, those topics really well. Best advice I'd have for students straight away is to start looking over the past ABQ questions for each unit, four, five, and six. And if they cover that, they'll be setting themselves up well for it. For that question. Okay, and we'll come back to that in a minute, but moving yeah. on to just section three in this overview piece. Stu- yeah. Candidates here are usually required to answer four out of seven, but there's now additional questions. Talk us through what section three is, you know, what they're facing now at section three. Yeah, sure. Section three, we split into two parts, part one and part two. There will be four questions in part one, four questions in part two. And students have to answer one question from part one, one question from part two, and their third question can be from either part one or part two. So overall, they'll have eight questions and they answer three. Okay, and this, so, sorry, this paper is yeah. three hours. Um, three hours, And yeah. the total and mark allocation, talk us through all that. The total mark allocation is three in the mark. So there'll be short questions are 13%, the ABQ will be 27%, and the three long questions are 60%, so 20% for each long question. So what I would advise students, if they're unsure of the format, to just take a quick look at last year's paper from 2021, and it'll be, it'll be the same layout really, except in the ABQ will be basically in four, five, and six this year, whereas last year was basically in three, four and five. Okay, so I, yeah. I know talking to you, the mantras four, five and six this year with the, with the business students. Just differences, very quickly, Ronan, between higher level yeah. and ordinary level paper. Anything you want to point out there? Yeah, just with the ordinary level paper, there's no ABQ and they would, the questions wouldn't look for as much detail and they'd be a bit more lenient with the marking on the paper. So that's really the, the main split between them. Now, talk to me about time yeah. management because on the one hand, there's, you know, lots of gifts for students this year, but time management is always important. Yeah, well, well, what I'd say is with to the broad advice I'd have for students is to do three hours, so half an hour for your short questions, an hour for the ABQ, and then half an hour for each of your three long questions, and that'll be your three hours there. Moving on, just that ABQ because it is the unmovable part there. Yeah, what should one, yeah. yeah? What should students be targeting in their study? Do you think at this point, Ronan, for that example? Right. Well, what I'd stress them straight away for Unit Four, I'd make sure I hammered into human resource management. It's really. You, it's really likely they'll see that in the paper this year. It comes up on the vast majority of papers. It's been the ABQ question five times over 13 years. 
So I stress to students that stuff like uh, performance appraisal, recruitment selection, training development, but make sure they nail into that topic. Okay. And, and then also, and also another very big one for Unit 4 would be sources of finance between short-term, medium-term and long-term sources of finance. That's stuff like bank overdrafts and higher purchase and leasing and um, long-term loans, stuff like that. So I stress to students, make sure you cover those two for your And as a small bit of a curveball question, just mm-hmm. to look out for it, I stress to students as well to have a look over technology. It came up in the ABQ 2010, and you never know with companies now moving more towards technology because of COVID and stuff. Yes. They might throw that question again. So um, have a look be. over 2010 question technology as well. Unit 5, you're going to talk about marketing, I think. You think it's important to cover? Yeah, the, 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 there's three there's three things I don't want to highlight for, for students in Unit 5. The first one is the product development process. Now, you need to know this in serious detail. There are seven stages. And I trust the students to make sure they, they cover that really well. Because even again, if it doesn't come up in the ABQ, it's very likely going to pop up in a short question or a long question. After that, then it will be market research and field and desk research. Make sure they, they mark that in. But what I'd want to stress the students as well, it's really, really crucial. And this caught out thousands of students in 2018 when they asked in the ABQ, was the definition for market research. So make sure you, you, you mark that in and they've got that covered. Because they asked that in 2018, 2011, and both times the college, a huge amount of students. So market research is the big one there. Now, Unit 6, you feel again, it's kind of got a good time for this social responsibility, a little bit about ethics and environment. You wouldn't be surprised in the current environment if that came up as a kind of a topic. No, not at all. Yeah, David, David too, I'd be leaning into a lot for, for, uh, for Unit 6. On a side note as well, um, the economic impact of our fluctuating unemployment rates will be another one for students to look out for on Unit 6. Okay. Now, last year, you suggested students should take a look at the break-even chart. What happened next? Oh, yeah, yeah. um, It came up for 15%. Oh, we love that. (laughs) Love that. Well done. Most of us ever on the leaving trip. So, uh, (laughs) yeah, there's a lot of happy students, I'm sure. That's why you're back this year, Roman. Um, And then, just quickly, with students who feel they're not up to speed with all the units, you know, trying to navigate their way, give me a really short, strategic kind of approach to studying for them at this point. I, I really stress the students to just keep circling around units four, five, and six. And um, in theory, they, they could be, they could be covered for a H one. If the paper falls their way, with the choices, they could nearly get a H one wow. by units four, five, and six. And what I stress though as well, it's also cover unit one as well because okay. most of them would have done that in school quite well. So that's what I'd be stressing to break them down units four, five, and one, four, five, and six are the big ones for the Leamster this year. Okay, Roland, I definitely feel I can tackle the paper now after that. But listen, that's our lot for you for this evening. Thank you so much, Roland Murdoch there. Just one one last one. As fast as you can, go on. Just while we're trying to prediction, I just stress as well to have a look over the debt equity ratio for this year as well. Debt equity ratio. We all know about that. Listen, thank you so much, Roland Murdoch from the Dublin Academy. That's our lot for this evening. We're back here on Thursday. We'll be looking to the past to predict the future with history paper. And we'll hear as as well, we'll discuss one of the most charming subjects on the Leaving Search music. So email us as ever at studyhub.rt.ie. But for now, from the studio up here, Sloan Gafole.